0: What the hell are you doing out here? Fred, oh what the hell? No, no! Wow. What the hell, Fred?
1: <laughs>
0: if you're real, you better tell me right now. Damn it, Fred. What the hell? If you're real, you better tell me right now. Damn it. What the f- <laughs> <laughs> What's that? No idea. You
1: don't know? No idea.
0: It, oh my gosh.
1: I mean, you just said the same fucking... It It was literally the same line in five (laughs) different octaves. Like, I don't have... No. No idea. It was... Come on.
0: Exactly. He's a known known actor. He's like one of the best actors. And he had a TV show.
1: One of the best actors and he had a TV show?
0: Yeah, one of the top TV shows like back in the 90s.
1: Will Smith?
0: Okay. A movie?
1: Oh! <laughs> oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> the fucking mannequin.
0: <laughs>
1: I am legend. <laughs> See? There we go. Yo. Oh, my God. That's wow, hilarious. <laughs> you know what's crazy, though? See? Like, I don't know. The brain be crazy sometimes because when you kept on saying Fred... And then it was basically, again, like, nigga, you real or not? Mm-hmm. I kept thinking of Drop Dead Fred, and I was like, that was not, that's not, this is not what happened. They did not cuss to the extent inside that movie. That was not Drop Dead Fred. But you kept on saying Fred, and it kept on putting Drop Dead Fred in my head. So <laughs> I couldn't hear or think of anything else. Yeah, um, that, that was is... a good one. That was a good one.
0: Yeah. Uh, I ain't not see that movie in a while. I Am Legend? Mm-hmm.
1: Want to watch it tonight? Sure. After we pack? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that was a
0: that was a great and it was crazy because it was like only a few people in the movie, like throughout the whole movie.
1: hmm
0: Like him and the dog and shit. Pretty and Fred. And some zombies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what's so up what's y'all? What's up,
0: y'all? Welcome to episode seventy five. Oh my goodness.
1: Close of the season foul. So, what you oh, loving on, baby?
0: I'm loving on going to North Carolina in a few days, cause we're gonna, um you know, we can celebrating birthdays, mm-hmm. and I'll have a chance to get some crabs, cause I ain't have, damn, I ain't have crabs in a minute
1: since the last time I bought a milk. Yeah, shit. Oh, shit, that was. I think that was that your fa- your dad. That was my birthday. That was birthday or Father's Day.
0: I think that was from yeah, from birthday. Really? I think so. Or well, it could have been Father's Day. I don't know. But yeah, North Carolina a few days. I know it's gonna be hot as hell. It says it's gonna be around ninety eight. It's like the average. That's ridiculous. So you know I'm wearing shorts and tank top every day.
1: And your little dad flip flops.
0: Mm, nah, I wear my white ups.
1: Here we go. Yeah. I'm surprised you ain't say you loving on those.
0: I mean, yeah, those are yeah, I do love my white ups, but mind you, this is his first day in thirty two years. What's your loving on?
1: Um, my loving on this week is Yara's newest thing, which is, oh gosh.
0: <laughs>
1: oh yeah. When she's she... exasperated, when she's stressed out, when she's not really feeling whatever you're trying to give to her,
0: okay. she
1: will de- just be like, oh gosh. Oh gosh.
0: Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I hand over her head and say, oh gosh. <laughs>
1: yeah that's been hilarious that's that's very funny to watch her little nuances coming together yeah she's a little lady <laughs> but uh yeah so I guess for this season closer we really just did an audit of it feels like it's only been like a couple months mm-hmm. but we're damn near like we're what is it like four months away from the end of the year Oh yeah. Um exactly. So I was like let's talk a little bit about a prompt that I saw cuz I don't think I've ever really intentionally thought about like what specific factors have contributed to growth and mm-hmm. obviously we're both you know embarking on new chapters, transitions professionally. But I think also like even us being at this stage kind of speaks to the growth that we've had to have individually um, as a couple, as parents, all of that stuff, so mm-hmm. I wanted to sit down, talk about growth, most specifically, what has helped grow us the most? um
0: hmm, that's a good question. I would say the from the beginning, what helped me like start to grow was. Like having conversations, like with you, about like life and like like what like what you see yourself doing in the next few years, and you know now that we're here from when we said that, like five years ago, you was like, oh, what you, how you where you see yourself five years from now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you start to work on those things like one by one by one, as those years go by, like getting a better job, you start to figure out like what's your what's your dislikes
1: yeah they're non negotiables yeah mm-hmm.
0: and you start with each job you're like oh I won't tolerate doing this or oh, I won't tolerate this much hey or whatever the um, case may be you know and then after that you keep growing keep growing from like the job aspect you're like okay I, I want to see myself maybe you wanted to work from home mm-hmm. or you work towards that Maybe you want to change fields. So that's one thing, like, that helped me, like, the communication part with you. And you sharing, like, your ideas of, like, ways you think we can grow together and stuff. Like, we even recently, like, not recently, but, like, um, I think this going on a couple years, we've been doing the board, like, putting things up on the board every year. And then we recently started, like, saying, like, words for the year and to try to stick with that word. Like I think my word was patience.
1: Yep. And mine um, was
0: discipline. Yeah, so like just keeping yourself um accountable and keeping each other accountable. You know, like we we always talk about like real life shit. I think that we discuss a lot of different topics like every day. Mm-hmm. Every day we see something like in the feeds or outside outside or from our jobs we'll you know discuss it you know when we go come home we'll discuss it and we'll be like oh like what you think about this like how you feel about this topic
1: um it does really pivot that growth right because i feel like it's just kind of challenging ourselves and each other you know um and you typically probably wouldn't think about that as it relates to just having real life fast conversations, but there's a lot to learn about somebody, even someone you've known for 16 whole years. But let's talk about experiences, though. Like, outside of that grand theme of communication, have there been any experiences that you feel have been, like, really pivotal to you growing to be who you are? Um,
0: So I would say, like, one experience that, like, helped me grow on was, like, when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, when my father let me, like, have his keys to his house, his apartment. That, like, taught me, like, responsibility at, like, a young age. I think he gave it to me, like, around 14 or 15. That's when I started, like, working, like, summer youth jobs and stuff like that. And he was like, yeah, you know, I'm giving you the keys because, you know, I trust you and I know that you'll, you know, hold it down and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that was like a big moment for me because I feel like when you give a kid, you know, I was just a teenager, young teen. So you give a young teen uh, the keys to an apartment, like they could go ape shit, you know? What? No, speak your mind. It's a (laughs) podcast. Come on, speak your mind. This ain't television. Come on.
1: All I'm finna (laughs) say is Antoine Fisher. Okay. I
0: mean, that's all I'm (laughs) finna say. You know, your boy had to get it in. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga. But that's what comes with growth, right? What? What (laughs) what are we talking about? Oh, that was smooth. Yeah, I was growing into a young man, right? What do you expect me to have? a uh, uh, money for a hotel? Like what like what? You we, we living in what? what I don't world? expect
1: anything. I was just stating the obvious. That's all I was, what, that's what, all what I was saying. What world are
0: we living in? Uh, I was we'll just
1: sta- I was just stating the obvious.
0: Huh?
1: just
0: saying. Cause cause you acting like hormones wasn't raging. I mean <laughs> give me a break. Give me a break. Okay? So like yeah, having the keys to his apartment not only gave me um like it gave me no nah, I wouldn't say motivation well mm-hmm. you can say motivation because I did like having the alone time of being by myself nobody's bothering you um you didn't have to answer to nobody because my father worked two jobs so he wasn't home most of the time mm-hmm. so I would just stay home play my video games you know you'll come over you know watch movies <laughs> <laughs> quote unquote yeah but it was a good experience. It did help me grow um it taught me a lot about like you know just uh being alone. It just taught me just to it's okay to be alone sometimes and stuff so I think that's why I'm like okay like I could go I could stay somewhere and be by myself like for a long time.
1: Oh, I never made that connection
0: Yeah, because I was like most of it, yeah most of the time I'll just be by myself over the weekends. Mm -hmm. Because those are times I would go Went to his house And then He'll just come From work But he'll be tired So I don't really count that Because he'll go to sleep And then have to go back to work The next morning Mm. So unless he's like Off the weekend completely I don't really count him Just coming home And going to sleep We'll talk for a few Mm -hmm. Few minutes And then he'll go to bed So I was practically alone Like
1: most of the time When I went to his house Did your mother know the full extent of autonomy and responsibility you had with um, that kid? Did she know? Or nah, did she find out like later?
0: I was like Batman. Like, she you know. Because the thing is, we had that connection. Me and my father had that communication where it's like, she didn't need to know certain things. Like, it wasn't her concern. Because that wasn't her house. She had her own set of rules. He had his own set of rules. His set of rules was like, I right, nigga, like, as Don't long bring as no you, babies, Yeah as long as you're protecting yourself cause he did found like you know when you left he did found like a condom and stuff like he found a piece of it on his bed or something like that or somewhere like a in piece the room.
1: of it what the hell
0: like somewhere in the living room I guess and um he just questioned me like yeah like when you make a mess like just clean up after your mess and stuff like that
1: not a- him <laughs> wait no is that the word he used
0: I'm dead ass I'm
1: so done so not him like, still yeah, being undercover right, right. with it I'm done
0: um Yeah, and it was times where, like, he, like, it was a time you left your scarf there, and he was like, he didn't know whose scarf it was, and I didn't tell him I was coming over when he was at work. I just came, and you came, and then we left, but you had left your scarf, so he was like, who you had in my house? (laughs) And, um, yeah, because I didn't tell him that I was coming over. I should have told him, but, you know. I was in the
1: neighborhood <laughs> No you wasn't No you wasn't no, You're never in the neighborhood The
0: but uh, but Your yeah. father's on the other side of the damn Bronx Please But um Yeah my mother No nah, No nah, it was on. Everybody had their own rules That's it
1: You feel like she knew a little bit though Because she kind of knew your father's schedule She knew that he worked So if you was over there She probably assumed that you were by yourself She probably knew you had like a key key though
0: No she did not know how to key. Hmm she didn't know I had the key, and she knew I was by myself. But mm-hmm. she would call me. She would be like, well, what you doing? Uh, just
1: chilling. Sounds about right.
0: I mean, yeah, just chilling. You know, got my food. I'm good. Our conversation was short. Um, we didn't really get into details when I was on, the, when I was at my father's house. I didn't really have much to say because I was busy
1: <laughs> you know, doing things. Not the whole time Cause you said he gave you Well shit maybe Cause we know you a motorboater We learned that in the In the previous episode Oh wow You said you got the keys Since you was like 14 I didn't meet you I see you was 17 I don't know what you was doing before I mean I don't know what you was doing With the free crib before I had a
0: few company You know A few company <laughs>
1: A few company I'm done
0: You know It was like my castle Like it was just like You know He gave me the um, Gave me the green light In the way but respectfully he just Shut
1: like, up. Yeah. Anyway, nah. This <laughs> the but it
0: man. made me into like a man though. It made me like be responsible because it's like I could have done it somewhere else. But he wanted me he's like he knows I'ma be doing I'ma have sex. You know, I'm a I'm a young I'm I'm maturing, right?
1: <laughs> Wait, are you asking me? No, I'm a maturing,
0: me? I'm telling you, I'm maturing so <laughs> That's what happens Like when people When parents Try to shield their kids From like uh, Life life, Yeah like life Happening That's when they start Exploring when they go to college That's yes. why a lot of people Want to go away to college Most Most um, Teens Want to go away Just for that reason
1: Says the person who says Y'all is not going to date till she's 30
0: I mean I was just I was just exaggerating Okay
1: so when's she for the date?
0: I <laughs> That remains to be seen. Does it doesn't. Does it, okay. Um <laughs> Yeah, like I'm not you know, I'm not gonna shield her, you know, I'm gonna let her grow into a young lady, whatever. Just gotta be responsible and you know, and know that there's
1: You teach responsibility by giving responsibility. I know your father taught you, you responsibility by giving you the free crib. And I and I handle it well. Too. We'll give her the free crib. Nah, <laughs> Double standard, y'all. See, at play. You damn right. It's double standard. At standards. play. That's okay, life. baby, boozy. I'm That's done. That's life. I'm done.
0: What about you? You have. Um, if we
1: I mean, if we're going adolescent, so. Cause you didn't I, get to have the free crib, like, like I did. No, not really. I was, I was working, so. Oh yeah. It yeah. was really just, I guess, initially, it was kind of making my own fucking money. Obviously, making your own money grows mm-hmm. you in a certain way, but then also, I think. When I think of it, and it might be crazy, because we also talk about this in the, um, what is it? The survival versus, you know, what was that episode about? Like survival versus like... Survival. I forgot. Yeah. And we we figured out that I was, I was in very clear survival mode for a good amount of time. Yeah. So like, I think one of the major turning points for me was what was it, right after high school into like the first semester or so of college where mommy had moved,
0: mm-hmm. everybody
1: fucking moved, and I was just on couches for like the next two years. Like hopping couch to couch to couch Oh to couch yeah, couch I was couch. gonna mention that. Like that? That? Oh yeah. Oh, that grew the fuck out of me. Faster than I wanted it to uh, because I had to figure out how to get off these fucking couches. hmm But that for sure grew the fuck out of me.
0: Yeah, I could see how that would... Um how that would make you grow so fast before anybody like in your peer group Mm -hmm. you had to deal with like uh uh changes um you had to adjust um you just basically was just like all over the place like you didn't have time i was a squatter you didn't have time to you didn't have time to really adjust like once you did It was on to the next one.
1: And see, that's the thing. I think that taught. I mean, granted, it's kind of crazy that it teaches it in that way, where it's kind of forced to Mm -hmm. an extent. But like that taught me. I was already pretty responsible. That taught me like kind of extreme responsibility, like and really being in control and proactive of like my time,
0: Mm. how I'm
1: spending my time, but then also how I'm spending my money.
0: Because that's true. Wow. That's cool.
1: Yeah, because like think about it. Like remember. At a certain point, mm-hmm. I was like, Okay, what's the fucking point of me coming back? <laughs> like yeah. on breaks. I was like, I'm not coming back on breaks, I'm paying for tuition, I might as well stay here, and then you would come up sometimes and that would be me saving money, not only on a bus ticket, but also Yeah, that's true. Me sitting there and squatting and having to eat when I could have just been swiping shit in Albany. Yeah. yeah so that's true. I learned how to really juggle time, money, and effort. Very quickly I had to um, yeah, was... And then also I learned how to save oh, yeah, Cause say, I had man. no motherfucking choice yeah, I was only say, making like, I was like nine dollars Cause
0: even like to the To the uh, What's that card that you used to get in college For your food Munch money? Yeah I was like Damn! Like, can I get Wendy's? And I was, and he like, was nope. like, Nah, nah, because you know I gotta make it last. Yep.
1: I'm like, damn! I want Wendy's. That's Because you were spoiled. That's why. Like, like Child shit. Act like he ain't never seen a one <laughs> I was trying to splurge out there.
0: I ain't gonna lie. I was like, splurge on my car. munch money. Let me get that.
1: Splurge car. on my munch money. The the <laughs> living was through the roof. It was wild. Yeah. Um. But yeah, exactly. It's crazy that you remember that. Yes. I was always like fucking penny pinching making sure that i was saving making sure i was making the best decisions because again like if push came to shove it wasn't shit for me to fall back on you could stay with me you know goddamn well <laughs> i mean now you can stay with i mean me. just shut the hell up <laughs> shut the hell up but,
0: um yeah that's crazy though like i didn't even think about it, like when you was like moving because it was like happening
1: in real time Exactly. Like, I didn't think of, like, it, we would, and again, like exactly, we were like adjusting I in real time. I just thought like
0: things were just falling in place for you. Like things you was getting lucky. Like every time you ask your relative, "Can you stay?" They would say yes. And on top of that, I think your relationships
1: mm-hmm. with
0: them helped because I think if you was um, a niece who was a pain in the ass mm-hmm. or burned bridges with them, then they would have been like, "Hell no!" Like you got to figure it out on your own. But since you had that cool relationship with
1: them, I mean, but no, to an extent, yeah. Um, I didn't know this, but it took some convincing, my uncle, because Mm. again, he was a bachelor, and we hella close now. We were close then, but like we're definitely closer now. Like we have a camaraderie, we have a rapport. Did that? We be going back and forth. Did that? That wasn't the case. That wasn't with him. Did that help? Like, yeah. So that de- I feel like that developed more when I lived with him. I was just always a cornball, like I was always oh, a, a jokester. Okay. He was always like him, mm-hmm. as you saw, funny as hell. Um, so like, we already had like a um, a rapport, but I don't think it really developed to the extent that it is now until I mm, I, le- okay. I lived with him. So I wouldn't even say that that was a deciding effect in him saying yes. I think my, my aunt told me she was the deciding effect in him oh, saying yes. Okay, like, but okay. where's she gonna go if she don't stay with you? Yeah, right? yeah, so oh, okay. okay, yeah, he got he got guilted into it, but it was the best decision of his life, yeah. <laughs> but, um, That
0: uh, yeah, that's wow, that's right,
1: right. See, that's why this is such a good question because you really have to audit and yeah. think about like the experiences and because really it's like going what to what to, like, made a, you
0: you, like different job in a sense, like you have to adjust to like different personalities mm-hmm. and stuff like that, different space, um. You know, find a way you could be comfortable, and you know, in terms of like working, you gotta figure out like, you know, proximity, like where you're gonna be working at, how far it's gonna be Mm -hmm. from where you're gonna be staying at. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's a good that's a good point um, that you made with the changes. But with me, I would say another change with me that helped me grow was. just being the only child, mm. yeah. Just being the only child. That should I should have mentioned that first because
1: the isolation I made felt, you grow.
0: Yeah, I felt like built your
1: character.
0: Yeah, I felt like I really know that it was a a big that it made a big impact because of like what my friends be telling me. Like they be like, "Oh, I don't like to go to the mall by myself. I don't like going shopping by myself. Mm-hmm. I don't like going to the bars by myself." or eating by myself and I'm like hmm like really like it's easy mm-hmm. you know like just go by yourself get up go and he'd be like nah it's weird and like since I was always doing it it became the norm for me like just to get up and go and just be surrounded just by outside people that mm-hmm. I don't know
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know cause I was doing like everything by myself like I didn't have people with me Sisters, brothers, and stuff. So, just going out to eat is something that a lot of people, um, not frowned upon, but they just feel like they can't do it.
1: Yeah, it's like abnormal.
0: Yeah, you know, you have people like questioning, like, oh, why are you, you know, eat by yourself and stuff like that, because every everything is like social now.
1: Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they
0: they figure you either you're weird for eating by yourself because who eats by themselves, you know? You're always what do you see in, in movies? Uh huh. Like they they depict in something like everybody's supposed to be talking to each other, like uh-huh. even in the background. Yep, and you see the the main people, people talking, pairs. yeah, yep, exactly. They're always talking, so it's like you know, unless it's like a, a creepy movie where you see one person by himself, like uh, with Michael Ely when he was in that movie with uh, Morris Chestnut.
1: Oh, yeah, Fatale. Yeah, it yeah. Fatality?
0: no, it wasn't fatality. It was. I um, mean,
1: they're all the same damn movie. Yeah, right, yeah, maybe all
0: the same shit. But it was with a mm-hmm.
1: And
0: he was just by himself eating, but he was being a creep, though. But <laughs> You know, but yeah, just being alone taught me uh, that it's okay to be by yourself. And, you know, just like I said when my father, I was like, it's okay to be alone sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes. It's good to be alone so you could... Um, recollect your thoughts and you know, figure your next move and just you know, just to enjoy your your own space. Your own company. Your own company, yeah, because a lot of people depend on other people Mm -hmm. to fill that void.
1: Mm -hmm. And to validate them.
0: Yeah, instead of you know always going out with somebody, waiting on that other person to go out with, you could just enjoy a movie by yourself and I think you guys should, like, try that out one day if you haven't done it.
1: Yeah. But no, I agree. Just, yeah. Yeah.
0: Just, yeah, just to catch a flick, matinee.
1: Baby, no one calls it a flick anymore.
0: Catch a movie. <laughs>
1: um,
0: just get a matinee, cheap ticket, whatever. Get some popcorn. Sneak some snacks in there. Don't it. Right, because they'd be ridiculous. this would be, like, $25. Ridiculous, at minimum. Yeah. And you'll see that. You keep doing it, you'll see that it's, it's You get it's nice. used to it. Yeah.
1: That's what auntie said, remember? Because she's oh, yeah. not an only child, but she's the oldest and the only girl. So, like, it's kind of like that same situation where it's like, unless she wanted to be surrounded by a whole bunch of testosterone, she would generally mm-hmm. just do stuff by herself. So, like, she, she'll go to movies by herself now. She'll take herself to dinner and all right, that stuff. Right. And I think I think we talked about this, um, like, a bit either during COVID or, like, directly after Where like you realize very quickly, especially with how people kind of navigated having to be at home, not having to not having the capacity to be a social during those times Mm -hmm. that, like you said, most people are not really comfortable or as comfortable as they should be with their own company. Right, right, It's kinda like you, you can't really just sit down in your own space, in your own com- like in your own comfort. Right. And and be satisfied. You need the stimulation of another person, you need the stimulation of someone else's conversation, like mm-hmm. um and that was telling because a lot of people were going through that during COVID and yeah, directly
0: yeah, after. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot of that going on. Um but yeah, that's that's a lot of um growth for me during those times. And now it's just normal, like you know, just trying to educate other people on <laughs> the importance of being by yourself and how it benefits them. Because think about it. You got to wait for somebody to go shopping. That's, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Like That's a problem. Like You should be able to get your own shit by yourself. Um, the bar, I can understand that to some point because you do want somebody to talk to. Um, a lot of people have problems with like um, talking to strangers. Yeah, socialization and stuff like that, um, and making friends or just talking at the bar in general. So I understand that, but like going out by yourself is that you know that could be a problem. But, yeah. I agree. Yeah. You have any other experiences? I mean, like I know you said from earlier, mm-hmm. but what about like maybe in your Twenties or late twenties. Do you have any like experience from there that
1: um, made
0: you grow as a person?
1: Oh yeah, hell yeah! I think no, you the said shit because even when I read this, that's why I liked this prompt so much. Because when I read it, like there was one experience that obviously came to mind, like as the the pinnacle one, and it was us even visualizing and thinking. Of having Yara. It was before we even got pregnant. It was before okay. we were even successful in getting pregnant because that took some time. Mm-hmm. Um, just the idea of what that next chapter would look like and like growing a family. Right, right. It forced very intentional what's the word I'm looking for? Review. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Review yeah. of myself, of my life, <laughs> of the things that I do and I accept and don't accept. Um, and then that really fueled kind of the direction that I would go in after. Right. And again, that was before she was in here. Mm, okay, before yeah. she was in yeah. here. And then once she got here, even more. Right. Even more. Um. So, like, initially, and I, we've said this a few times on the podcast, so you guys are probably aware, but like, you know, generally people think about therapy as, you know, a fix. It's like a reactive thing, like, oh, I have a problem, I have an issue, I have this disorder, I have blah, 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 mm-hmm. I need the lady to to come fix me, right? right. Yeah. So it's, think, it's thought of in a very um, reactive way, um, and I can't necessarily say that that wasn't my thought process from, like, adolescence, because, again, like, we didn't know people that were in therapy. Mm-hmm. So before we started actually thinking about it ourselves, it was also something that was very reactive, until it wasn't. And the moment that it wasn't was when I really had to start analyze analyzing how I am the way that I am, why I am the way that I am, as much as i I, I know that I'm a fantabulous person. I am amazing mm-hmm. right like you said a bit earlier, everyone has their flaws right right, right? and being it's not so much to just be an, aware of your flaws, but I think considering the fact that we all know a large portion of like our traumas. How we learn to be how we are, um, how we get to be how we are starts in childhood. And I was mm-hmm. like, we about to bring a whole ass human into the world. And she was just an idea. She was just a thought at this point. I mean, she right, was still right. in she was in your ball sack, but like she wasn't, she wasn't coming to fruition yet. Right. Right. And even those initial conversations really scared me because I'm a hundred percent positive. It had more to do with the fact that, you know, that whole perfectionism, being a doer not wanting to fail at things mm-hmm. so like even the the prospect of bringing a child into the world and failing right really put my mind into hyperdrive mm. about okay well what can i do proactively to you know right figure out the shit that needs to be figured out within me yeah and then that's why I started to go to therapy Literally because we were having Yara um, I started to go to therapy well, yeah, because before. we were having Yara oh, and, right. it was, yeah. and the crazy thing is It was less about me and more about her And she wasn't even a thing <laughs> That's, that's crazy. the crazy part
0: Yeah that's crazy Yeah I mean that that's an important part to it Like going to therapy And I think that's when we started to realize Like therapy was like really needed Yeah it's, well, yeah, pro, like it's
1: proactive me. More than reactive
0: Yeah so I know that helped you a lot Cause it, it, um, basically prepared you for what you was about to, like, experience. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Especially, like, when COVID happened, I think that was much needed too, like. Oh, yeah. You know, cause that was, like, a, a double whammy,
1: you know, so. Not only just that, like, I feel like it also prepared me for being way more intentional about standing up for myself Mm -hmm. you know because coupled under the whole umbrella of like being a people pleaser being a perfectionist like being a doer my value being what I can you know give to people or do for people and blah 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 right uh, often at my own detriment right and me really under like thinking okay well is that healthy hmm is it sustainable like I think the theme for me when we were thinking of having Yara that really propelled growth and forced it to an extent was me really looking at shit and saying is the way that I do things sustainable Mm, like is it sustainable when I become a mother is it sustainable when I have somebody looking up to me as a role model for how they should show up in, in the world like, are these things sustainable? Mm, okay. You know? Okay. is how I'm showing up familiarly sustainable? Is how I'm showing up in friendships sustainable? Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. that, that
0: makes sense. That makes sense because it's like you, you have to know yourself first mm-hmm. until you, you know, in order for you to like really.
1: Yeah, because you know, parenthood unearths a whole lot of shit about you.
0: Yeah. Whether you wanted to pay attention I to it or not, I was gonna say that that that's my next um, point too. Like growth,
1: parenthood, growth. Yes, like
0: you really have to have patience with mm-hmm. these damn kids. <laughs>
1: these terrorists.
0: Um, I knew it when I hit that pinnacle. Of, like anger. when in. And I forgot what she did. Oh, she was in. We was in Home Depot.
1: Oh yeah, she was, was screeching so like fucking a fucking banshee for thirty minutes straight. I was like but exactly. And
0: it make you want to split on other people because it's like <laughs> nigga, she's a baby. Like why the fuck are you looking at me? I think the one of the workers was looking at us like like he had a problem, like she, nigga, was she like, like nigga. six months
1: old. Shut up. But
0: she wouldn't stop crying for nothing.
1: Um, See, but that's the point though, like in like again, you don't even think about the core of that type of example where it's like okay well like i ain't i ain't trying to call attention to myself i don't want to be a spectacle like you got a real big thing about being embarrassed mm-hmm. right and when you have a child who was like i don't give a fuck about none of that yeah, like, so you gotta, that shit's
0: gonna like bring it out like <laughs> that shit gonna unlock a fear <laughs> like because i yeah like i don't like attention like that kind of attention i don't like yeah like it, I get embarrassed For other people When I see it On uh-huh. the bus On the train Uh huh I'm like damn That gotta be mad embarrassing But then When you go through it yourself You're like Shit This shit is ten times worse <laughs> Everybody looking at you And you're like
1: Yo, Wondering when this, When, the, when your kid's gonna, gonna shut I'm up
0: like, You trying to figure out When they gonna shut up Like Yeah you pulling all this shit Out your pocket You got lollipops Falling out and shit Like Candy I and toys
1: shit. and shit. No, it wasn't even lollipops and candy. I mean, not she was no, like yeah. six months. I mean, you you just it was early as hell. Like you, we I couldn't really do shit but whip out a titty, and I couldn't really do that.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, you went outside.
1: So you it was, was like I did. I did eventually whip out the titty. You right? I we I was like I gotta. I went outside to those little benches. I had had my back turned, and she was sucking the titty. And then you mm-hmm. finished the shopping and came back out.
0: Like yeah, that shit was wild. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah it's just like yeah being a parent in general is just yeah, it make you grow like it makes it make a lot of stuff come to light like it just brings the I mean it brings the best out of you like I mean, of but it stuff. also
1: kind of brings the worst out of you
0: it do it do quite honestly
1: like you said like if you're not someone who who's good with patience you're gonna have to learn real quick and we've seen I mean that's why even when you said like it brings out the best in you, hopefully hopefully that that big of a fucking job would bring out the best of you, but we've seen. Oh yeah, you know that's not right. always the case. Like um, even
0: like with scheduling things around her, mm-hmm. it taught us like how to be more like organized with that.
1: Yeah.
0: In terms of like uh doctor appointments and stuff, because we was always going to like a doctor's appointments together, mm-hmm. and we'd be like, all right, we have to go this day, and then when we started, well, we started being more like. um Consistent with our appointments. Mm-hmm. After that. Yep, exactly. We was going like every month, every other two weeks when she was um, young, and then every other month, stuff like that. So it it's, it's it takes time, but eventually you'll grow. If you know when you become a parent, if you're not a parent already,
1: you'll. you'll I mean, grow. if you're intentional and and if you're conscious of, of wanting to mm-hmm. grow and not just kind of stay the same, because I think that's another thing that gets unearthed when you become a parent is your own like struggles yeah. you know your own childhood traumas the things that made sense to you because this is what you encountered when you were a child and then you have to realize whether or not it actually makes sense in the grand scheme of things and 9 times the 10 it doesn't
0: Yeah, you know and so like, like
1: thinking about that
0: right and yeah and like trying to like cause now everything is changing like Mm-hmm. the world is changing every day so I feel like you have to have the skill of like modification mm-hmm. try to modify things because it's not the same when you was young um, like the same things wasn't around now it's not around now so you have to kind of modify for your kids like mm-hmm. certain skills that you want them to learn Um, and you have to teach you have to teach them and teach yourself skills yeah because exactly. I feel like we wasn't taught like money management yeah, about taxes when we was in school mm-hmm. and shit like that. Or like even like something like swimming. Something basic like swimming.
1: Yeah. exact. They're like yes, exactly. I yeah. feel like the again, like I, she's like the pinnacle for growth. Yeah. Because I feel like she's kind of like a force. She was a force mirror before she even got here. Right, and then right. she's even more of a forced mirror when you think about the life you actually want to create, mm-hmm. you know, and granted for her benefit, but also for yours, right? Because it's not just living uh, for her benefit; it's also like creating a life that makes sense for you.
0: Yeah, because I wouldn't
1: have. I would. I'm because like, I never I'm thought about you. swimming. I never really. i I'm was like. I, I like, don't know like, how to soon, swim. That's fine.
0: Soon she starts school. I'm. We gonna put her in the swimming classes, yep. and we gonna and get we that gonna, family package. We wherever. gonna exactly because I wanna. I want us to experience like that part of uh you know our A fair. vacation
1: or something together yeah, exactly. yeah and I don't want to
0: have to be like on the wall in the swimming pool thinking I could swim <laughs> i'm
1: so, uh, also you admit it now
0: sure, sure, but I think that's really important um you know just to you build up your you know your repertoire and stuff like that build up you just wanted to use that arsenal
1: word.
0: shut up um yeah that'll be pretty cool
1: though. Swimming is such like a simple example, mhm-, but that's the exact point, right where it's like I never really concerned myself with whether or not I could swim. I didn't really care right I never really could like i don't I don't need to know how to swim quote <laughs> unquote, but kind of yes, you do um and then once I was like, oh shit, all of these experiences and you know, conquering that fear and showing her this and showing her that and being able to encounter these things with her. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, oh shit, I got to I got to learn how to swim. Right. You know, and again, that's something that seems so simple in retrospect, but when you really think about it and how that's kind of like I guess like a building block mm-hmm. for experiences, then you look at it differently.
0: Yep. You do. And it's like it, it makes you really think about other things that you could grow in in terms of like what, what, what other
1: thing I would say I was going to um, say even like work, oh, yeah, work
0: yeah work Work is a perfect example because shit I know I've grown a lot when it comes to like being more social mm-hmm. um, I think work brings it out of you because if you don't have great performance then they'll let you go mm-hmm. so you have to uh You have to um, get better at your job and, um, you know, learn new things and stuff like that Mm -hmm. if you want to keep your job. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially if in terms of, like, having children, responsibilities, it's going to make you want to grow. It's going to make you want to do better.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, You know, like, when you're at your job, you, you have these performance evaluations and stuff like that, and you look to see what areas you can improve on
1: mm-hmm.
0: and stuff. I don't know if that, like, that goes for you, like, at your job. Like, I
1: think mean, about it. I excel in my sleep, so...
0: Oh, shut up. <laughs> I know it's some areas where you, you lacked um, or you was just perfect.
1: Pretty much. I generally get the fours. you know, exceeds expectations, you know, some, like... I mean, so, yeah, um. I mean, it's not... <laughs> Shut up.
0: It's not even just like with work, but even like in school, when we was in school, Mm -hmm. I was the type to get like average grades. And then they got better as I um, got more like, you know, into like... took it more serious. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then as I graduated, you know, went to a two year, then a four year college, I got better. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is, wasn't that bad, you know? I just didn't take it as serious as I did now, but you know, I could have done better. Um, but I let the you know, I let it get the best of me like being lazy or just 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 wanted to get by, you know, like I just wanted my degree, that's it. Yeah. Like I ain't look at like, oh getting like a four point oh, I I wasn't trying to do all that. I was just like, Oh, if I get a three point oh that's fine.
1: Mhm. You know. Yeah, I, know I mean for
0: you it was different.
1: I mean, to an extent, that's why I'm, is is uh, uh, cocky and annoying as that sounded. It it was mostly fueled in my identity for so long was being a perfectionist, being this, being that, over over performing. So it became an autopilot thing for me, where like the only thing that really fueled me doing those things was the fact that that was my identity, mm-hmm. right? And like I didn't really analyze what that really meant. For me. Until I had to analyze it. But mm-hmm. right, like. It got me this far. You yeah. know. It was like. Is this really a bad thing? It got me this far. Like I have great work I think Because of it. It was like. Really bitch. This, that's what we gonna call it. That's what we gonna call it. And I really had to analyze. Okay. Well. It was less about. Work performance.
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: um, Because. Those things kind of came naturally to me. Because. You know. Performing. Was my identity for so long. Right, so like that wasn't the struggle. The struggle was what part of this is sustainable, mm-hmm. you know? And the one thing that prompted growth in that regard was her <laughs> because I had to be intentional about thinking about okay, well, you keep on saying that you're fueled by this perfectionism, you keep on saying that you're fueled by your value being what you can do, mm-hmm. right? but is that what you want to teach her her value is and if it's not then how do you start peeling that shit back now yeah and then that's when my favorite b word came into play y'all boundaries
0: oh yeah boundaries boundaries yeah i think that i think yeah when you said boundaries it made me think of like when you know i used to hang out with people mm-hmm. and uh, you know you always tell me oh like questioning, not like in a bad way, but you'll be like, "Oh, are those really like your friends? Like, mm-hmm. do they um, carry the same values as your other friends who who are really your friends and stuff like that?" Mm-hmm. And or who are always there for you, you know, doesn't necessarily mean that you got to go out all the time. Y'all could just have a talk in the house and yeah. just have quality time like that, mm-hmm. you know, not always turning up and stuff. And I was like. When, like, again, like, in real time, I was just like, yo, like, why you... Why are you worried about it? Like, why me? You, Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, as I got older, as I started to realize it more, I was like, oh, shit, like, you're right. Like, because as... Being a, being young is easy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, me and my cousin was talking about this um, a few days ago. Like, being young is easy. All you got to do is have fun.
1: Yeah, carefree.
0: Yeah. But as you... As your responsibilities get, um, start to widen, mm-hmm. you start to see who's who, like, in terms of, like, your friends.
1: Well, it's sustainable. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah like, if, if you was boys, that, that new job isn't gonna
1: change, the change yep, that, it's not.
0: that, that, that friendship.
1: Mm-hmm. Or if
0: you get, yeah, if you get a new car or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, that's not gonna change the friendship. But... And a lot of relationships you see it start to change based off like material stuff
1: or just, you know. Based on life just happening. Yeah. Yeah, Because that's just real. Yeah. Same thing with like family. Like as you, again, even being kids, like it's so, it's so easy. You just go to grandma's house, hang out with your cousins. Mm -hmm. Right. But then once you become an adult and you're like building a life for yourself, it's kind of like. Main cast and supporting cast, yeah, you know, and it's like you might see them in like episode seven, but you might not see them again till like season three, mm-hmm. you know. And in the sitcom, yeah, well, that's, that's fine. good. That's good. You, yeah. yeah, I was like, they're still crucial to your story, but they're not at the forefront of your story anymore.
0: Yeah, because you could yeah, just like yeah, that was a good um good analogy. Like if you see if you ever see like a series or a mm-hmm. sitcom and you see that one person ever so often mm-hmm. and you're like damn where's the that person wasn't in this episode mm-hmm. and then next episode like, damn like what happened to mm-hmm. but then like you said season 2 they come up like oh okay exactly cause like, maybe
1: season 1 was literally you figuring out what the fuck your next move was yeah like life yeah like mm-hmm. season 2 was you being pregnant or like you getting married or like you moving to another fucking state to find yourself any of those things that are central to you really centering yourself Mm -hmm. and to your point the people who align with you right granted the relationship will change because life changes dynamics right you might because again a change might be frequency you don't see them as much that's a change but does the actual strength of the relationship or friendship change Mm, mm-hmm. You know, was it a deep enough connection or bond that you actually going through life deters it?
0: Yeah, that's that's true. You know, that's true. Um, so
1: yeah, I think that the crazy thing about it too is like looking back at it and and realizing that that like sustainability mm-hmm. has always been a theme, and I didn't realize it was a running theme. Because every time that I audit myself in my life, I'm asking what's sustainable and what's not. And I didn't realize that I was doing that. Like, I didn't realize that was my check-in with myself. What's sustainable? What Mm -hmm. do I need to adjust? What do I need to let go of?
0: True. That's true. I mean, like, we all, like, gonna have a lot of things that's coming up. As we get older, like, of, mm-hmm. uh, cause we, we just think it getting started. It's not even
1: exactly
0: like you talk about like our parents and they're still growing because mm-hmm. of maybe the things that we're teaching them. Exactly. So it doesn't always have to be the oldest teaching the youngest. Mm-hmm. It could be the opposite, yep. you know, vice versa, because things that they don't, they didn't know, they don't know. Mm-hmm. We, we're knowing and we're getting exposed to that now. Yeah.
1: We have the resources they didn't have. Yeah, so like that's definitely a like, phone a phone, phone like
0: a phone, like a phone. My mother had a flip phone for the longest.
1: <laughs> she I was really like, did. <laughs> you
0: want pictures, right? Um, you got to upgrade. You got to step out of that
1: the comfort know, zone. Comfort yeah. zone,
0: yeah. So eventually, she did get a, a touchscreen phone, and now she knows how to text and shit. And she I'm
1: saying emojis and shit. She be, be like, sending kissing faces. More and me. Ooh, she really do. She be sending like six. Why do they do that? <laughs> I don't know. Parents in general, because my father does the same thing. He be sending like five emojis like, at God, once, damn. and I'm like, sir, just give me like one or two. Like, it's... I don't need five. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like, that's why I really like this prompt because I, I mean, people talk about growth, you know, and and you can obviously when you really scale back and look at your life I feel like you're forced to kind of recognize kind of ebbs and flows of where you grew mm-hmm. or where you could use a little bit more growth but I don't think often enough that we really sit back and audit like the pinnacle moments yeah. that contributed to it yeah because yeah. I, I didn't know those two from you I didn't know about like um that being such a crucial part of why you're I mean, obviously there's like a connection to it but like i didn't I mean, really yeah. i didn't it's, take it as deeply as yo no that's that, that's why he's fine with being alone like yeah like you can go it, to these places like, by himself and it's not yeah and
0: like you can't let like a lot like i have one job that try to get me i guess on that um uh, on that um thing of being alone
1: mm-hmm.
0: because you know like when you isolate yourself people start to say like oh Thinking better than you. Yeah. The person thinking better. And it's like, nah, this is just who I am. Mm -hmm. And certain people don't realize that, you know.
1: Because it's not normal for them.
0: Yeah. So you you shouldn't let that person or people uh, change who you are based off who you were um, from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, if that works for you, that works for you. And that's it. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Well, those are our pinnacle moments. I'm pretty sure there's a there's definitely more. There's the wedding. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We could, those yeah, you we know, no. Um, there's a few events, but oh, yeah, those right. are definitely the pinnacle ones. Yara, Parenthood, and then being damn homeless. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um So we definitely um, want to know you guys' thoughts on it. Like, what are some of the things that have grown you the most? Like experiences. Uh, It can even be people, quite honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, factors, themes. Yeah, anything,
0: um, anything y'all can think of. Yeah,
1: but before we let y'all go,
0: yeah, we got some table topics and
1: wrap this up for season four. Some table topics
0: ready for y'all. So the first one is which sports team. In your lifetime, has been the most fun to watch. I could not tell you. Come on, I know you. But I mean, <laughs> you, out of all people, I know what team you enjoyed watching the most because you flipped the table. No, you flipped the chair.
1: I flipped the chair.
0: While we was watching uh, the Warriors game. Oh yeah, you're
1: right. So I- you know, when the Warriors
0: came, you'd be going crazy. And shit.
1: I feel like okay, but here's the thing. Okay, you're right. Um, here's the thing. I learned about basketball through the Warriors because of you. Mm-hmm. I was never really interested in understanding the the what is it the the dynamics and the you know the actual yeah. plays and stuff like that i didn't un- I didn't care to know those things um until I was like, oh this is kind of interesting I kind of want to know these things mm-hmm. and then you taught me and it was literally at the pinnacle of them fucking dominating so I was like, oh shit yeah, it's my team it's my team."
0: Yeah, um, and I mean, it's, like, fun to watch them, like, it is anytime, like, even, like, with the Miami Heat, when LeBron and D-Wade and Chris Bosh, it's, like, you, you know, you have all that talent, and it's, like, it's, it's fun, but after a while, it gets, like, kind of, it gets kind of boring, you know, seeing the same teams make the finals, mm-hmm. so, you know, they did make it fun for a while,
1: for they a did. long time. And they shifted the game.
0: Yeah, they, they also changed the, the game yeah. and how it's looked at. Um. Next question is What are kids missing today? Childhood Yeah I'll say like life experiences Yeah like childhood
1: Like they 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 don't go outside no more They're missing guidance too like. Yeah like they don't go They don't go outside no more Mm -hmm. Like something as simple as like I get excited about the prospect Mm -hmm. Of like thinking of the stuff that we used to do Like manhunt and like even yesterday Remember when like yeah oh, no yeah. like even no. yesterday when like we were in the house and i was playing like it was like a peekaboo type situation with y'all remember when she oh, was running light, behind me light. yeah and i was oh, like oh yeah, this yeah. feels like red light green light and i got mad happy and i was like okay i could okay she's not gonna understand the concept yet but yeah. i was like shit i can't wait to teach her how to play red light green light you know like and them actually just having like really like joyful simple pleasures i think that's the gist of it like children are missing simple pleasures right because everything is so digital everything's so elevated um and granted like with most things like there's definitely a gift and a curse there like they're a lot more advanced than we were um Mm -hmm. technologically because they're learning how to use these things from infancy but like like, what's, where does the moderation happen? Like, where where does that happen? Because I think it's also crucial for them to still get, like you said, yeah, childhood experiences. Yeah, getting yeah, to yeah. play with other kids at the park. Like, yeah. simple shit that's, that yeah. doesn't just involve them having, like, a tablet or, when, you know what mm-hmm. I mean?
0: Okay, and the last one we have is, how have you changed in the past year? Oh, shit. So, we're bringing it back.
1: Check again. you out being on brand new answer first.
0: Um... Shit, I would say, how have I changed in the last year? I would say, like definitely, um, you know, with the the drinking, like I'm not, I'm not drinking as way as much as I used to drink before, mm-hmm. um, and basically, you know, not having to affect me like it was before. Um, I'd agree. Yeah, and communicating. You know, you can always get better with that. Um, you know, finding uh, outlets like a different job, you know, not being, not being like afraid to like, like grow mm-hmm. in terms of like getting out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. getting new jobs and stuff like that because you could also, you could easily get um, stuck at a job because you're too comfortable. Yeah. Like with the scheduling, days off,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or just um, being the person that was there the longest. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think those are a few things that um, changed in the past year for me. What you say?
1: Um, I would say more so in the last couple of months, really honing in on like discipline, as like. The word of the year, mm-hmm. right? Because I think, again, like the things that I was quote unquote disciplined in had less to do with me being disciplined and more to do with me just being used to doing those mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. you know, like work, like those things were like autopilot. But the things that I'm not used to doing in, right, a, in right. a repeated yeah. fashion, being a little bit more disciplined in that regard, like again, like nutrition and paying okay. like attention to yeah, yeah, what I'm yeah, eating yeah, I and stuff like that. Um, and then I'd also say, Like getting increasingly more comfortable with like being uncomfortable Mm -hmm. or like in discomfort. And that can be like in conversations, like you said, like communication, getting better. Um, Even like parenthood shit. Right. You know, where there's a lot of mom guilt sometimes, especially for like a recovering perfectionist um, that can accompany. And you just have to be good with those thoughts sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, and that kind of goes back to the last episode about control. Um, and this wasn't something that I always practiced was sitting and talking to myself, talking myself through the discomfort, because that's something that I learned in therapy is that that's as much a part of the human experience as joy. Right. So it's not enough, um, or it's not in your best interest rather to kind of push the discomfort aside. You have to let it exist. Mm -hmm. and kind of process it the same way that you would process joy right Um, and then lastly gratitude okay so that was also something that I I learned in therapy yeah like the thing we have on the mirror having -hmm. the prompts to really be intentional about um, pausing for a second and recognizing how far this kind of speaks to growth too like how far Mm -hmm. you've come what you have to be grateful for, even if you're kind of looking forward to other things in the future, not losing sight of how much you've accomplished so far and what you have to be grateful and thankful for every day, besides the fact that you woke up. Okay. Yeah, that was a good one. Wow. Hey. But yeah, um, that was a good
0: little...
1: Yeah. Good little wrap it up. Um, But yeah, like you said, definitely want to know you guys' thoughts on what, in your opinion, has kind of grown you the most over your life. Uh, it can be, like, pinnacle things or, like, even what we did, kind of going back to adolescent and then kind of taking it to, like, right now. What are some of the things that have grown you the most? Um, why do you think that is? And then also, want to know your answers to these table talks, too. And you know where to reach us.
0: At ohmygoodens
1: at com. And on the Instagrams at Oh My Goodness, but until season five,
0: five cinco, oh my God, we're gonna start that again.
1: <laughs> we will see y'all
0: when we see y'all. Peace. Peace.